All right, guys, today we are sponsored by Sunday's Bloodies, our favorite Bloody Mary mix that comes in both mild and spicy. You know we're spicy girls. <laughs> and not only is it a local small business that you can help support, but it is also supporting the Sunday Funday movement. Hey, guys, it is officially football season. We are here for Sunday Funday. So let's get out, let's make our Bloody Marys, let's watch some football, let's have a good time. And there is plenty of time on Sunday to drink Bud Light, drink your mimosas, but I swear, if you're not starting off the morning with a Bloody Mary, you're just not setting yourself up for success. You're not doing it right. And if you're not setting yourself up with a Sunday's Bloody Mary mix, Bloody Mary, you're just really just starting off on the wrong foot. Yeah. So everyone needs to go use our code MMP at checkout. You can go to sundaysbloodymary.com. And use our code and tag us in your Bloody Mary recipes. We want to do a challenge. We want to see the best Bloody Mary recipe out there. Like, what are you adding to your Bloody Mary to just make it taste like little bit better you like your pickled okra you like your blue cheese stuffed uh, olives what's your what's your move bacon grilled cheese like drop a burger on top of there hey oh, and the best part is they're coming out with their own pickled okra oh so you can just, hell yeah you can order it all together and yeah. we're we may or may not be uh, curating a special millennials and mimosas um recipe that we can share with you guys but we want to hear your recipes first not because we want to poach off them, but, you know. I mean, we might. We might. So, again. <laughs> we just want to make sure ours is the best. Go to Sunday's Bloodies and use code MMP at checkout to get a little bit off your order and, you know. Some, and some great Bloody Mary mix. Yeah. What more can you ask for? You can't go wrong. Sunday's Bloodies, guys. Don't get me started, love. I've had too much drink. All right, welcome back to another episode of Millennials and Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh, and I'm here with Kim Baker. Birthday girl, Kim Baker. I'm sorry, everyone. In case you didn't realize, for the past 30 days, we have been celebrating Kim's 25th birthday. And finally, yesterday, she turned 25. Finally. But I will say that this is the first podcast of the month that I have talked about it on, right? This is true. I, I posted an Instagram saying it was your birthday month at the very beginning of September. Right. However, we have not really discussed it. Last year, last season, whatever, <laughs> we had a whole episode named after my birthday, so. I mean, that's... I'm getting be- better. That's because you make a bigger deal out of your birthday than almost anyone I know. This is true, but I am a huge proponent of over-the-top birthday celebrations, do whatever you want for your birthday month, your birthday week, your birthday, just fuck it. I took the day off work. It was great. I, I am glad. We had we had some fun. We did a little shopping yesterday on Kim's B-Day off. Yeah, we did. And we uh, did a little shopping for my not-so-surprise party this weekend. Yeah, so <laughs> let's get into Kim's celebrations of the month. So... Um, her and the BF went down to the beach a couple weeks ago, had a little romantic weekend getaway. Saw some live music, ate some good food, saw live, or live horses. They were live, but they were wild horses. I've always wanted to see the wild beach horses. It was really cool, actually. Yeah. They were, like, trotting around, like, fighting with each other and, like, 
galloping through the water. It was really cool. I just feel like that's the stuff you only see in movies. So every time people talk about the wild horses on the beach, I'm like, what the fuck? How I mean, we I were in New Bern, North Carolina, which is like the home of all Nicholas Sparks books. So True. Big mood. Yes. It was very nice. So that to was, start off. That was celebration <laughs> number one, everyone. Then last weekend... We had a little surprise, surprise. This was actually the one successful surprise of the birthday. Yes, this is true. So every year, I know I've talked about this in the past, I go to the same restaurant for my birthday. It doesn't have to be on my birthday, but like once a year, I just want to make sure that I go. Within the birthday realm. Yes. <laughs> um, so Nick planned that we were going to go, and I didn't really know like who was going, and it was kind of a surprise, but then it wasn't because I've been figuring everything out, obviously. Kim is a mastermind of uh, figuring out people's surprises. <laughs> Honestly, for her. it's not even that. I swear, everyone just really sucks at surprises, especially yeah. Nick. No offense, <laughs> but um, so he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna go." So I kind of already knew, and I was like, "Honestly, I'm kind of excited. It's just us two, like because it's tapas, and like every time we go, we go with like eight people, and it's really hard to share tapas because like you only get one bite, and if it's good, you're like, well, I can't have more because it's already gone by the time it makes one way around the table. Yeah, true. So I was that like, hell yeah, it's going to be us two, and I was like, we're going to get, like, so many good portion sizes of all the tapas. Um, then we get there, and, like, I'm walking to the hostess stand, he's like, oh, no, this way. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, and he kind of hinted at something, but I couldn't tell if he was joking, and he was like, yeah, there's going to be big balloons. And then when he did that, I was like, oh, my God, what if he does have a table set up with, like, obnoxious balloons and I was like I'm about to be so embarrassed <laughs> oh my and I did like a quick scan around the patio and I was like all right no balloons I don't see any open tables so like what's going on and I was like oh we're meeting somebody so I'm like quickly looking like this is all happening in the span of like five seconds yeah I'm like quickly looking for someone I recognize and I was like what the hell like literally I'm like standing right next to our table I like look and it's my parents sitting there so cute and I was like oh my god I actually was like really happy and surprised it was cute that was my favorite Thing that he planned for you during the, the birthday celebrations because I thought it was super sweet that he like hit up your parents had them drive down for for the yeah, dinner it was really sweet and actually like I probably would have been more like excited to see them but on our way back from the beach the previous weekend we stopped and saw them in Raleigh yeah um but even more of a reason why I wouldn't have expected them to be here but yeah. it was really nice they spent the night so we had a drink and got to eat with them which is cool so all the good stuff that was a uh, birthday surprise number two. <laughs> and we went to dinner again last night with the, the girl gang plus Nick had some, <laughs> some bomb ass food. Bomb food. Kim and I ordered like the most expensive thing on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was market price for steak. Who does that? Yeah. I'm anti market price for steak. Like just tell me how much it's going to fucking cost. If anyone's out there like in the meat industry. Can or you tell in like the restaurant a- industry. Yeah. Like I just, we were really confused by that. Like I get market price for fish. Yeah. But like how often does the price of steak change? It was also like a five ounce filet. Like it wasn't some like crazy. Yeah. It wasn't like steak a. Steak option. that Wagyu beef. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, it was really good, though. Delicious. Some goat cheese ravioli. Mm. Delicious. Buck me up, baby. Um, But that was fun. And then, yeah, so this weekend... This weekend is the the cap of the month-long celebration. Yeah. We are doing a party with everyone. The whole squad. (laughs) Everyone. And it's going to be a white party, I apparently found out. Gossip Girl style, baby. I've wanted to do this since I saw the uh, Gossip Girl episode in the Hamptons where they're all, like, wearing the super bougie outfit. Right. And ever since I watched Summer House, like, I've wanted to do it even more. So. Oh, I didn't realize they did it on Summer House, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
but it's a little late in the season, but whatever. You know what? I think it it really just goes well with the whole my birthday theme because like it's not over till I say it's over. Like my birthday and summer. Like fair enough. Fair enough. I like so it. after this weekend they will both be over and everyone can have another break for like three hundred and like twenty five days. I was gonna say you can't say <laughs> not the whole three six five, but. I'm very excited. Lots of great celebrations. Any excuse for me to have a party, I'm in for. Honestly, yeah. That's, like, what I really want my birthday to be every year. Yes, I want it to be about me, like, 60% of the time. No, I would say, like, 40%. But really, the 60% is, like, getting the squad together. together and have fun. Yeah, right. it's a good excuse to get everyone together. So, I'm excited. Yeah, so you're welcome for being born, everyone. Well, yeah, thanks. We, we <laughs> really freaking appreciate it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's been some good past couple weekends I know done some good enjoying sorry we like didn't record last week but oh yeah here's my forgot here's my formal apology (laughs) life got in the way and we said we were gonna record Thursday it didn't happen and we're back yeah so honestly when it doesn't happen Wednesday it just really just starts slipping off yeah it just spirals out of control if we don't record Wednesday there's probably about like a 50% chance that we're actually gonna record Thursday yeah so I mean, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, That's that needs to be the solidified day for us. Yeah, for sure. We'll but I swear, like, there's just not been enough days in the week lately, and it's it's tragic. But I yeah. always have to, like, save one for the podcast, so I really only have, like, four days of the week. I know. And that, if you're not including Friday, because who really does productive stuff on Friday nights? Exactly. Like, I have three days. It's that no time at all. Time. Yeah. And I like to have a personal day somewhere in there where I can just, like, do laundry and shit and, like, maybe watch TV. I haven't watched TV in, like, forever. I literally can't tell you the last time I watched TV because now we have, like, our neighbors inviting us to, like, Monday night football charcuterie night, which I didn't realize was a thing. So that's TV. (laughs) If you think I watched one second of that football game, you would be very mistaken. I'm like, is it trash to say, like, I'm kind of out on football this season? See, I was actually going to talk to you about that. I'm a little sad right now about how football is affecting my life at this point. Because we're trying to make it work. On Sunday, we had people over. We did like a little potluck situation. Ross did his famous smoked meats. We had some brisket. We had some pulled pork. Some uh, homemade mac and cheese by yours truly. Yes, the mac and cheese was delicious. And it was so much fun. Like, we had the, the whole gang over, watched the Panthers game, whatever. But it's just, it's, it's not, not the same. same. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I really miss going to Panthers games. I mean, the stadium's open at 7% capacity. Why don't you get on in oh, there? Oh, honey. <laughs> if you think I wasn't on the Panthers website looking at I how much those too. tickets cost. You can get one for 130 plus taxes and fees. <laughs> so, like, 180 yeah, but they were lower level. The, yeah, so and for... And being s- in the stadium with, like, nobody else there, it's kind of cool. Yeah, they're not selling upper level tickets, which I think is so dumb. Yeah. You're Just, less likely to get COVID when you're closer to the sky. Yeah. There's no dome over Bank of America <laughs> Stadium. Like, give me all the airflow. But <laughs> I was very disappointed to see the price of tickets. And I really want to, like, secretly buy tickets for Ross and, like, surprise him and have us go a to a game. Pack. We should. I definitely want to. I really want to go to the Bucks game. I want to watch Tom Brady play in Bank of America Stadium. They're going to be even more. But those, of course, are definitely going to be more expensive. Yeah. So, I don't know. I really don't care, actually, which game we go to, but I would like to go to one before the season's out. But 
It's just it's just not the same. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like football. That's okay. For for the time being, we'll just hang out at your apartment, drink our Sundays Bloody Marys and Oh god. We crushed some Sundays bloodies on uh on Sunday. <laughs> we really did. We took our little photo shoot, so some good photos coming your way soon. Yeah, for real. We've got we put all of our uh our goods, our toppings in them. Yeah. Still working on that recipe though, so hang tight, but don't worry, it'll come to you before the end of football season. For sure. I mean, if we keep up our Sundays the way we have been, then yes, absolutely. T-shirts also coming soon, you know, just thanks for your patience. Yeah. <laughs> keep your eyes open, people. They're coming, I swear. Um. So yeah, did we want to talk about our Friday night? I guess we kind of have recapped every other night of our weekend, but Friday night. Yes. Friday night, we I can't went... I remember what we did. We went been... to a drive-in concert. Oh, shit. Okay, that Friday. Yes. <laughs> Kim's like, we, I don't remember what we did. We... I'm so exhausted these days. I don't even know what day it is. Kim and I actually have spent, like, the last three weekends together nonstop. It's been great. We've been hanging out 24-7, but we went to a drive-in concert, the first of few, um, in the new wave of live music. Yeah, so I yeah, speaking of weird capacity and things, obviously live music and concerts have been hashtag canceled. Right. But they're doing these like drive in drive in everything, honestly. Drive in yeah. movies are back, drive in concerts are starting to come back. Yeah, drive in like comedy shows. Yeah. So our favorite artists, well, Chelsea Cutler is my favorite and Quinn ninety two is Quinn XPII baby. <laughs> It's so awkward to say that. Like, so I've started saying Quinn 92, but then people have absolutely no idea who I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't know. People recognize Quinn XEII more, I swear, because, like, when you look at it on Spotify, it's fucking Roman numerals. No one knows that that means 92. Yeah. Like, if there's more than two Roman numerals next to each other, slim chance I'm going to be able to figure Count it out. Count me out. That's, like, math. Like, it's I too can't much. do that. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we went, and it was actually really cool. So, of course, like, typical broke but cultured fashion we uh bought out on some lot two tickets so basically like first row behind like front row row. so they basically had like one line of cars that were like in front of the gate that was like front row seats yeah and then after that was our section and we got there like four hours before the concert started yeah so we got like the front row of the second row because it was like first come first served basis basically Mm -hmm. so our section was pretty big and I was like okay well I didn't pay all this money to like be put in the back of the section you know like we're gonna get in the fucking front of the section we we need that good good yeah so we were like planning it all out we were like should we run a jeep and Madison was like no we'll just take Ross's truck (laughs) which (laughs) that took some convincing in itself but I did secure the good old truck and it was perfect honestly it was great except for the rain it kind of rained but honestly that wasn't even like Honestly, I forgot about the rain. The rain (laughs) wasn't even the worst part of it. Yeah. Well, oh, let me start off with the good. So we'll start with the good news and then hit you guys with the bad. So Kim's like, we're in the car on the way to the concert. And Kim's like, oh, yeah, there's like a third act who's like opening for them. (laughs) And we're like, oh, who is it? And she's like, I don't know. And we're like, okay, whatever. I was like someone random, someone little, but like. Like you wouldn't know them. And we're like, okay, that's fine. Like, we'll just wait and see who it is. And the concert's about to start, and then all of a sudden, his, like, name comes up on the screen, and it's Kid Quill. And me and the other two of our friends that were with us are freaking out. We're like, oh my god, it's Kid Quill. No fucking way. Like, this is so hype. And Kim is looking at us like, who the fuck is Kid Quill? 
I'm pretty sure I, like, tapped you guys on the shoulder, actually, and I was like, oh, yeah, look, the guy, his name is on the screen. That was a random guy I was talking to you about. And you guys were like, wait, what? Like, Kid Quill? We were so mad that Kim had no idea who Kid Quill was. And for those of you listening, if you don't know who Kid Quill is, he is, like, an up-and-coming rapper. Is he up-and-coming, or is he just, like, not popular? Or he might just not be that famous, but (laughs) his song Playlist goes so hard, it's, like, probably his most listened to on Spotify, so if you go check out his Spotify. He's basically, like, Hoodie Allen, like, Sam Adams... You Mac know. Miller-esque. Yeah, kind of like Mac Miller. But I'd say Hoodie Allen the most similar vibes. And he has a guy that, like, plays the trumpet with him, mm-hmm. which makes the entire yeah, show. Yeah, he was pretty good. Oh. I mean, his music is definitely, like, upbeat and fun, and, like, I enjoyed it. It's not the kind of thing where you have to know all the songs. Like, I was For like, sure. oh, he's, he's cool. It's enjoyable, like, summertime. He's like every, uh, like, white guy from my high school that thought he was going to be a rapper. Yeah, for sure. Basically what it reminds me <laughs> of. But we were so hyped. We were, like, singing all the words along. Kim's, like, so mad she doesn't know the words to the song. <laughs> but I'm still hype. I'm like, cool, guys. Um. So, yeah, that was, like, the best. That was, I mean, obviously seeing Quinn was actually the highlight of my night, but just being surprised by Kid Quill was freaking awesome. Yeah, another good thing, we, of course, in typical Broke But Cultured fashion as well, we brought our own charcuterie board, and <laughs> The we... people around us were dying. We're, like, literally putting together a charcuterie board on a truck bed. Yeah, we prepared <laughs> it and everything there. Like, we brought all of our toppings, like, not we toppings, ha- I guess. We brought our cheeses, our meats, our... um. What are they called? A, a, accoutrements or something? Accou- that... Accoutrements? Yes. Accoutrements? Accoutrements. Yeah. Um, it was great. And yeah. it was like, <laughs> it was a giant board for like the four of us. But that was our dinner. A lot of people ordered like pizzas and like had all this cool stuff like Chick-fil-A and like we're eating in their cars. But we brought charcuterie. Yeah, we, we brought the bougie millennial scum level to the concert. And I want to say we crushed it. Yeah, we did. And everyone was jealous. You could tell. Even though it was raining, we were, like, huddled inside of Ross's, the back of his truck. It was Trying great. to eat the charcuterie. Yeah, so that was, that was plus number two, I will say. Yeah. Um, however, there were some downfalls to the uh, concept of the driving concert. Some little, like, kinks that probably need to be worked out before the next driving concert happens. Yeah, so kink number one was, like we said, we got there really early, but we were parked behind... The, the sound tent. The sound tent, yeah. So, like, I don't know if it's because it was raining or if they were just always planning on having a sound tent, but it was blocking our view of the stage. So, we had, like, a really up-close view of, like, the big screen. We could see that fine, but we, we had, like, a partial view of the stage, but it was just, We like, couldn't see, like, the center stage at all. So, like, yeah. not even, like, it was, like, I could see them, but just from far away, like, it was totally blocked. So, it was yeah. kind of fucked up, but it was, it was fine. We were, like, trying to figure out if we could move, but... Honestly, it bothered me the entire time. I think I was the most pissed about it. Yeah, it bothered me, and then I was just like, you know what? I'm here for the music. At least they're performing live, whatever. If I don't get to see their actual mouth, mouth the words to the songs. That's literally the only reason why I go to these things. It's like to be able to watch them play a lot of music. But it it was But the screen was pretty. It was good. It was huge, so. Yeah. It was at a NASCAR, um, whatever you call it, track. Yeah, the Speedway. Charlotte Speedway. So it was pretty it was pretty dope. The way that they had it set up, I mean, they're prepared for those kind of events, so it was it was well structured to an extent. Yeah. However, COVID is a thing. 
for all of you that don't know out there. It's um it's it's live and well. And um as much the, as you want to like just forget about that and feel like you're at a concert, nope. It's, still it's there. So the restrictions were you have to stay in or on your vehicle. So we're like, great, the truck is the move. We'll have the truck bed. We can sit in the truck bed to watch the concert. We can eat our charcuterie in the truck bed. We brought chairs and everything to, like, put in the truck bed so we, like, didn't have to be uncomfortable. Like We, we had, had blankets. Like, we were fucking prepared. I was like, if we are, like, confined to this vehicle, like, we will be set, you know? And, like, walking through, like, to get to the where, where the bathrooms were, you could see a lot of people had very similar setups to us, like people even that had like a regular car but had just like pulled in and had their back seat with like the seats down and kind of had like all their blankets and, yeah, and all trunk that open or like they're laying on like the hood of their car like everyone was like doing everything yeah people had a setup going which was great but on the other hand there was people who were literally out here like high school country music concert style like fucking tailgating out of the back of their jeep but like not even near their car they're just like congregating like drinking and like no masks. Yeah. Just not giving any fucks about, one, the rules, and two, the fact that they're annoying every fucking person in the concert. Yeah, and you know the sun goes down and the four locos come out and, like, <laughs> shit just gets crazy. And... And, yeah, so that basically leads us to fuck Gen Z. We hate you. <laughs> and you ruined... So our, our segment for today. <laughs> no, I, I won't be that aggressive about it, but it was just so frustrating because... They were just getting in the way. All these people were coming up to where our car was from way back in the back rows. Yeah, like, like, as the concert went on, they were, like, slowly, like, inching up, just, like, walking up to the front. And it was, like, that's that's not part of the deal. Like, like you can't just, like, crowd the fence behind the stage. Like, that's not... This isn't... how this works. <laughs> this isn't a music festival. Like, right. This is not a free-for-all. And, like, these kids just gave no fucks. Like, literally, like out here just dancing in the middle of the street like everything is a-okay and i'm just like and the cops said no so every like four minutes or so the cops would come through brush them out disperse them <laughs> and then they'd be back well they then, would trickle back then they went from like congregating like by the fence to like coming back one row aka us, our vehicle and they were yeah. like standing like between our truck and like the car next to us just like like, hiding there almost. And, and, I, and I was like, oh, get the fuck out. And yeah, they was, did. That's, you know, that's one thing about being 25 <laughs> in a room full we can of bully 17 high schoolers. <laughs> the 17-year-olds will listen. Um, my favorite part of the whole just watching Gen Z not give a fuck was there was this couple and oh they, my god the, <laughs> the epitome of gen z we called them the tiktok couple because i just know that they're both tiktok famous like i just i have i have a special feeling that they are both tiktok famous this girl is out here with like a like blinged out patched out denim jacket and these That's shortest like hand jean shorts i have ever seen like long blonde tiktok like hair and the guy has like <laughs> frosted tips and the, a similar painted, blinked out denim jacket. Yeah. And, like, is probably wearing, like, combat boots. And, like, a weird-ass haircut. Like, like the e-boy haircut where they have the sides shaved off and it's yeah. just, like, a fucking mushroom on the Like, top. we weren't that close, but he was probably wearing a single dangle earring in one oh, of the Oh, he ears. definitely was. And they're just, like, out here. They're literally taking selfies in front of the stage. And I 
couldn't help but laugh the entire time. Like, they're so obsessed with themselves. Like, they're the epitome of Gen Z in that I feel as though most of Gen Z is obsessed with themselves more so than us. Yeah. Because honestly, I know I'm obsessed with myself. I was like, why are you up here trying to be in the front row if you're not even watching the concert? You're literally turned facing the other way trying to take selfies with the concert in the back. Yeah, it was not a mood. Yeah. It was just, it was awful. So... We um, honestly sounded like fucking boomers for the first five songs of the concert as we were like, get these kids off my wall. (laughs) But honestly, I will blame Gen Z for this. Quinn and Chelsea didn't perform together. It was like crazy. So everyone, I'm sure you know at least one of their songs, the one that they have together, Flare Guns. Literally the best song. Yeah, they actually do a lot of songs together where they, like, feature on each other's songs, but right. they didn't perform a single song together, and I swear to God it was because of Gen Z, and, like, because both of them made comments about, like, us not wearing masks, and, like, they didn't harp on it, but it was kind of like, hey, I see a lot of people not wearing masks out there, like, all right, whatever, my manager's gonna be happy I said something, like, let's play a song. Yeah. But it was just kind of annoying, and I think everyone was over it, and, like, probably even the weather, too, was kind of just, like, dreary, and... It just, like... If that's the reason that they didn't play Flare Guns and or any other songs that they have together, I'm going to be very upset that that's the reason. But, I mean, here we are. We made it through. The concert was still a a lot of fun. And I, I will say I will go back to another driving concert. Maybe someone with a demographic not as young. Right. And I think, honestly, I wouldn't pay as much for tickets. I wish that we had paid a little bit more and gotten front row because we would have been, like, in front of the fence, kind of, like, in our own blocked-off area. And it was, like, hardly that much more expensive if we had gotten that instead of Lot 2. Right. But I think for anyone else who I, like, somewhat care about, I wouldn't have paid for Lot 2. I would have just, like, done something further back. So it really was, like... A tailgate. And you could see fine and, like, hear fine. Yeah, the um, sound quality was great. They, ha- I mean, they really did prepare it well, and luckily the Speedway is kind of set up for those things. So yeah, shout did. out to the event planners out there. Yeah. Killing it. Kim, Kim misses <laughs> that life a little bit. My old people. <laughs> All right, well, before we uh, get into another topic, do we want to shout out our sponsor here? Wait, yeah. So um, we wore some pretty cute outfits to the concert. Yes, the cutest outfits. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the pieces that I wore, gosh, look at me saying clothes or pieces. <laughs> you are a true, like, <laughs> you are becoming a fashion blogger as we speak. Well, I think of it as a piece because it was like an interesting shirt, but I got this top from Shop Marina Grace. I guess it's Marina Grace it's boutique. boutique. Yes. Uh, at Shop Marina Grace on Instagram, though. And TikTok, if you're out there on TikTok. Yeah. Um, super cute. It's called the Starry Night Top. Um, it's basically, like, black. Well, I'm not going to tell you about it. You can just go look at my Instagram. Yeah, go like Kim's <laughs> Instagram. Go like Shop Marina Grace's Instagram. At Tag Me KB. They, uh, they posted an Instagram of Kim wearing the top as well. But super cute. Super, like, my style, where it's, like, and by my style, I mean, like, basic but like you can still be a little bit edgy and not basic with an edge that's what I like to call your style yeah so it's got like yeah you know like the stars on it and it's black so you can wear it with like anything I wore with like a little black skirt um and it was really cute really comfortable and they have a ton of other great stuff and so much great stuff and we have a promo code yeah Mimi 20. No, Mimi 15. Mimi 15. Ooh, sorry. Well, maybe if we prove to her that we can get a lot of sales, 
We can make it Mimi 20. Yeah, so Mimi 15 for 15% off. But yeah, it's basically like free shipping. Yeah, and it's it's awesome. Um, And she just came out with some more great styles last week. She just dropped a whole new collection um, of fall stuff. So go check it out. Literally so many cute things. I, am, I was wearing uh, a top I bought from her the other day. It's like super cozy, like pullover, green, flowy vibes. It's like the perfect thing to wear with like some Spanx leather leggings. Um, but yeah, I mean, all of her stuff, she's coming out with more and more stuff as the fall continues on. So go check it out. Shop Marina Grace on Instagram and uh, shopmarinagrace.com. And Mimi yeah, 15. Mimi 15, everyone. So I'm sure that most everyone out there has gotten the new update. Actually, I feel like not everyone has gotten it. A no, lot of a lot. Yeah, a few of my friends have not gotten the update yet. Normally, I'm kind of the last to get an update like this, but I was surprisingly one of the first. I think my phone automatically updated this time around, actually. I was, like, getting notifications because, like, I don't charge my phone overnight all the time, and it's like, you need to update. Like, phone will update between 4 and 5 a.m. if you plug your phone in. Right, right, right. But a lot of cool new things with the update. A lot of things that I don't really like. But overall, I think it's it's pretty cool. I have no complaints about the new update. What I do have complaints is about um is the phone aesthetic thing. So for you, if you don't know, everyone's making their phone an aesthetic. Everyone's changing their icons. Everyone's getting all these widgets because now there's widgets. And apparently widgets have existed on Androids for like 17 years. <laughs> and iPhone is finally catching up. But it's just, like, for me, my it's apps... It's a lot of work. My apps are my apps. Like, why do I have to change my Snapchat icon so it's, like, a light purple color? Because that's my aesthetic color, you know? I'm actually shocked that you have this opinion because I would have sworn that you would have been, like, all in on this. So, okay, to be, let, to be completely... You're just mad because you don't know how to figure it out. Okay, to be completely transparent, I saw some TikToks, like, the very first day the update happened of all these bitches doing like the most with their phone aesthetics and I was like okay widget smith I can download that so I download widget smith and I'm like looking at all the options of how to like change the widgets and like make them look pretty and then I realized that if I really want the pretty ones that I'm gonna have to pay for the widget smith app which is like two dollars a month or whatever two dollars a year however much it is it's yeah. all a scam. And I was like, fuck, I already pay for, like, way too many apps that I need to not pay for. So yeah, it's, like, like, $2 here, $2 there. Like, it's only $2. And then it's all of a sudden you're paying $60 on the app store every month. I literally noticed the other day I had a bill from Apple for, like, two ninety nine that I guess has been recurring. And it's for, like, Ross and I's dog daycare for Trigger. They have, like, a video camera thing. But if you want, you can look it out on your computer for free. But if you have the app... You have to, like, pay a monthly fee to, like, check out the dog playing or whatever. That's how they get you. And I'm, like, Trigger hasn't even been to daycare in, like, months. And I'm out here paying, like, $3 a month to watch random-ass dogs play. I actually realized that I was paying for something, too. One of my apps, $2.99 a month also, that I haven't used in months, too. And I'm just, like, oh, it's fine. Like, $2.99, like, whatever. But, like, (laughs) I don't want to continue to waste $3 a month for the rest of my life. So I was like, I'm not paying for the extra Widget Smith stuff. So then I'm just trying to work with the Widget Smith stuff that they have. So I end up just making the date look pretty. Mm-hmm. And by pretty, I mean it's a navy blue block that has the date in like 
literal, just like regular cursive. I mean, yours is yours definitely looks better than what mine looks like right now. And then I put all of my uh, apps so that they line up with the widgets. So the two widgets I have are the weather and the date. And everything else, I have my main apps that line up with it. But I didn't change my apps to be, like, pretty. Like, my Instagram app is the Instagram app. I didn't make it, like, a random color or, like, a theme. See, the only reason I would do that is, like, because I have a lot of stuff in folders. And I don't like how the folders look. They look messy. See, I have folders on the second page. And that's all where my... (laughs) The second page of my screen looks like a disaster. It's giving me anxiety looking at it right now. I do remember, like, a few, maybe a year ago or so, people were, like, posting their home screens on Twitter, and everyone was, like, judging them. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I have a great home screen. Like, I have all the main apps on there. Twitter, Instagram, podcasts, Snapchat, Spotify, and TikTok. I used to not have anything on my home screen. Like, I used to just have the picture, and I would have everything in folders, like, at the very bottom. Yeah. And people judge me for that. Yeah, I remember when you had that. Like, you literally had your text messages in a folder. That was weird. That's <laughs> yeah, way too you, much work to and get. And you told me to put everything out, and I was like, wow, this is what the icons look like. I forget that. <laughs> I forget what the icons look like. But, yeah, I'm officially anti-widgets, and I'm anti-the aesthetic phone. Like, who even cares? Like, who's looking at your phone other than you? Yeah, well, I will say this gives me a lot of anxiety, I spent, like, 10 minutes trying to do it and then gave up very quickly. Yeah, you really gave up real fast. You need to work on that. Because I just don't have the time. Like, literally, it's been taking people, like, two, three, four hours Yeah, to someone do. posted on Twitter that it took them four hours and, like, it looked cool. But like, who I, has that kind of time? But I'm, like... Who employs you and are they hiring? And also, like, I don't... I just care about so many other things more than my phone aesthetic that I would rather spend four hours, like, going for a walk. Right. Honestly, I thought about this, and I was like, I wish that this had happened, like, right before Christmas because I found out that I'm going to have to drive 10 hours to Florida. And I was like, that would be the perfect thing to do when well, you're there in the you car. there you go. You can do it on your drive to Florida in four months from now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess but I'm just going to have to put up with a shitty-looking screen until We're just... Then. Kim's not going to have a phone aesthetic until 2021. And by that time, there's going to be, like, a new thing, and, like, I'm going to get around to talking about it, and everyone's going to be like, shut up, Kim, I don't care. Yeah, pretty much. Classic. We're going to be way behind the times. But one thing I really do like about it is the whole, like, bedtime thing, which was a thing in the last update. I've always lived for the bed. If you are not a bedtime stan, you don't even know what the fuck you're doing. Okay, see, I never was because it was just annoying and it'd be like, time for bed. It would notify me and I was like, I already I get like a, that. I get a bajillion notifications already. You notifying me to go to bed isn't going to do anything. But I like how this, like, it fucking shuts down your phone. It's like, bitch, it's bedtime. Like, <laughs> go to bed. It's literally like... No more notifications. It, it restricts you from looking at your apps. It's like, okay, you can only have the ones that you put in the shortcuts, which I have my alarm clock, obviously, and, like, my white noise app. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, like, look at my phone. It's, like, all dark. I'm like, oh, it's bedtime. I'm instantly calmer. Yeah. And it's, like, sleep well, Kim. I'm like, thank you, Siri. God, technology you, is crazy. Yeah, I really like when it says the sleep well thing. Very cute. And the best part, too, is, like, the alarm in the morning is, like, soft in the beginning you know it like slowly gets louder well i have been a proponent of the um bird chirping alarm um for over a year now i'm a big bird chirping alarm girl and ross is like that does not wake me up like it literally he's like the person that does like the the alarm that's like "Eh, eh, oh my eh." gosh no and i'm like 
get I get so annoyed. I luckily I usually wake up before he does. Otherwise, I would honestly kill myself if I had to wake up to that every single morning. But. Nick has this alarm on like full blast too. I'm like, if your alarm is giving you a heart attack first thing in the morning, like <laughs> that who is wants not, to wake up like that. That is not a pleasant way to start the day. That's why the birds chirping one. I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Another beautiful day. <laughs> I usually wake up really easily, so I try to have my alarm, like, really quiet because I don't like to wake up and immediately my heart is racing because I'm like, oh, God, what is that? Yeah. But I'm I like this way. one because it's, like, it slowly gets louder and louder. Yeah. It's a move. So, yeah, that's definitely a plus of, of the update as well. I'm I'm here for it. How do you feel about the pin conversations? Oh, I was going to say the pin conversations. So... At first, it really bothered the fuck out of me because I couldn't find any of my conversations. I'm, like, still in that phase right now. But now I'm getting more used to it. So I have six pinned conversations. Um, I don't think you can pin anymore, can you? I don't know. I currently have five. Wait, I'm gonna... Oh! You can pin as many as you want. That's weird. I don't like how it looks, though, because I can't, like, see the last thing I said to them. Yeah, I do not like that either because you don't know what the conversation was about beforehand. Um, You don't get, like, the little preview line. But my pinned conversations are, like, my three best friends and my mom. And then a couple of group texts that are very popular right now based on (laughs) events that are being planned. I really like how you can choose a photo for the group message because it was always clutch to be able to change the name of a group message because... It got really confusing when you had, like, slightly different group messages. Like, you know, you don't want to on... shit talk in the wrong group text. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the I icons, yeah. the icon. The icons make it a game changer. Uh, Kim changed our, we're planning a bachelorette trip for one of our friends, and Kim changed the icon to a palm tree. <laughs> I changed it by accident the day I got the update because I thought it was just for me. And, like, all of my conversations at the top, I like everyone to either have a contact photo or, like, something. Yeah. So, I changed that. And then I was like, oh, shit. It was like, Kim, updated the, the group picture. There was, like, 20 girls in this message. And, like, like I only know, like, them three Kim of them. didn't know. <laughs> and I was like, sorry, everyone. Enjoy the palm tree. But then I realized that, again, I was, like, one of the first people who got the update. And everyone was probably like, what the fuck? Like. No, I knew what you were talking about. I know. But, like, someone else told me they were like, I didn't know what you were talking about. I was like, great. Now everyone's going to think I'm a freak. <laughs> But I realized that you can do, I was like, oh, you can just choose from, like, the emojis, but you can choose a custom photo. So, like, for our other group message, I, like, went and, like, did a screenshot of this, like, piece of art that was, like, super relatable to our group message. And I was, like, having so much fun with it. Yeah. I think I like that better than designing the home screen. Yeah, I do, too. I like, I like the icons on on conversations. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, the home screen thing, we'll see. I'll let you know in, like, a month from now if I'm in or out or if I've done anything. But knowing my lazy ass, I definitely won't change it. I'm sure everyone is going to look forward to your update. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'll tweet it out for the people that really want to tweet out. Um, If you have done an aesthetic phone screen, please tweet it at us. And if you have an easy tutorial for a baby boomer like me. Yeah, please send them our way because I, I really do want to see people. Some people are just so over the top that they're, like, almost not aesthetically pleasing anymore. I'm like, oh, I'm, like, overwhelmed by this. Yeah. But. And now I guess I have to change the home screen on my iPad, too. <laughs> Kim That's got an iPad for her birthday, everyone. In case that was my wondering. subtle way of um, announcing that I got an iPad for my birthday and an Apple Pencil. So your girl is Kim, officially an artist. Kim is a new artist. Uh, commission her for your your next uh, your digital portraits, flat work, all the stuff you want. Um, 
yeah, but I don't know how to use it. So if anyone out there has good tutorials for Apple Pencils and new iPads, hit me up because once this again... This kind of makes me want an iPad now. We can just share ours. Ours. We can share it. <laughs> I love how Nick gave this to you as a gift and now it's ours. <laughs> no, he's going to be like, where's the iPad, Kim? Oh, Madison took it for the week. <laughs> Literally, I say as we're recording our podcast on his laptop that I've yeah. just like adopted. You've commandeered. Um, maybe he gave that to me, so he would hope to get his laptop back, but... That's not gonna ever happen. We can't record the podcast on an iPad. Maybe I'll buy another laptop, so... You need a new laptop, because I can't carry all the weight over here. I know, Kim's really our technological guru over here. I I live for it. And it's just weighing on me. It really is. All right, everyone, this week we are sponsored by Johnny Fly Sunglasses. If you've been keeping up with our style game on Instagram, you might have noticed that we've been rocking our newest sunnies from the Charlotte-based company, Johnny Fly. We've got a bunch of different styles, and of course we have a coupon code for you guys, but first we want to share with you the scoop. So they're an amazing eyewear company that uses all types of sustainable materials like organic acetate and natural woods. And if you're choosing to go more eco-friendly or just want something fresh and different, you'll totally love all their different styles of sunglasses. They have unisex styles that are super cool and limited edition colors that you can add blue light blocking frames for or your full prescription glasses as well. The frames are so lightweight and they're also polarized, which is such an amazing feature, as well as the fact that they have an amazing customer service. Seriously, it is a really good customer service. Like, even if you break your glasses into a million little pieces, they will cover that. Like... How many times have you broken glasses that you've gone too hard on Sunday fun day or you've dropped them, stepped on them, threw them in your bag without the case? I am like super guilty of that, even though they have really cute cases and I really should put them in the case more often. I know. I love their cases. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but they cover that. So they're all about being able to get them fixed or replaced because they are that loyal company. Uh, They have options for lens changes if you scratch them and a lifetime warranty. So they take the best care of their customers and we're really just excited to be able to share this code with you, Mimi20, and you can get the coolest chemical-free leather bags too. Just go check them out online at johnnyflyco.com. And if you're ever in Charlotte, we have them tagged all over our Instagram and you can just pop in the store in Noda, Mad's new neighborhood. Yes, such a fun little neighborhood and we love their store. We love their products, their glasses, their leather goods. And Check the little it all puppy, out. they have a puppy. It's really cute in the store. Yeah, just go to the store to meet the puppy and then you'll <laughs> fall in love with the glasses and you'll have to buy a pair too. So code Mimi20 at checkout. Don't forget it. Use it. Buy your new sunnies today. So in one of our group messages that we were talking about, the one specifically with the screenshot of the artwork, um, okay, well, I'll pull back the curtain. It's called Days Since Somebody Fell in Love, colon, zero, because it's a group of us and our two other friends on Twitter that we are just all hopeless romantics. and Yeah, so everyone falls in love every day. Yeah, and at first, when we first started it, Mads was the only one in a relationship. Actually, I think one of the other people was too, but that's all changed now. Yeah, it's all changed. Everyone was single, and then, like, now we're both in relationships, and the guys are looking for girls, and it's really just, like, an emotional support group. We just give each other relationship advice. It's fun. It's like the (laughs) podcast, but, like, more uh, specified to the individual's needs. Right. Um, And so we were discussing in this group the other day about 
how people feel about dating people who have not graduated from college. And I thought it was a really interesting topic because I think a lot of people are so kind of caught up with like that stigma that if you didn't go to college, you're dumb, you're like like not as smart as everyone else. Yeah. I don't know. Like, or you just like don't have a good job or you're like not going to be successful in life. Like I just feel like there's a lot of different stereotypes that can come along with not being a college graduate. And I will say when I first moved to Charlotte and like hopped on the dating app scene, the one thing that I noticed was the one app at the time that was like super hot was the league. And I don't know if you remember, but when you were on the league, first of all, you had to have, like, a fucking LinkedIn profile, which I'm like, okay, this is already, like... Nick literally just got a LinkedIn, like, two days ago, so... He's been hitting me up on LinkedIn, like, every day. (laughs) I am here for it. He asked me how to use it, and I was like, oh, honey. Um, So you, like, had to have a LinkedIn profile, which I'm like, okay, this is already, like, pretentious, but whatever, I'm going to check it out. And then you also... I don't know if you for sure had to be a college graduate, But there was an option, like, on the app when you were, like, who you were looking for. Like, okay, I'm looking for, like, people in this area. I'm looking for, like, whatever. And one of the things that you could say that you were looking for is if the person had, like, a regular college degree, no college degree, or, like, a master's or PhD. Oh, my God. And I'm, like... people only. And I'm, like, imagine if I'm, like a fresh college graduate like okay I have a bachelor's whatever and I like put on there the only guys that I want to match with are guys that have PhDs (laughs) (laughs) like how judgmental and pretentious is that you know but I honestly like we were talking about it too and I think that people who didn't go to college are almost like not I was gonna say they work harder than people who did go to college because I think a lot of us are, like, privileged to have gotten a four-year degree. Right. Whether, like, we had student loans or our parents, like, paid for some of it or anything. But, like, I know that I didn't really take college seriously because I was, like, this is just what I'm supposed to do, you know? Right. It's and, just, like, the next step after And it's going to give me a job, you know? But, like, I never had to, like, work extra hard to find a job and, like, to prove my experience to somebody. Because yeah. I was, like, oh, this little piece of paper does it, which is right. stupid. Um, but I honestly think that, like, people get too focused on that stigma of, like, not going to college and... I mean, I feel like people even get judgmental about where people went to college, like... Oh, absolutely. I get judged all the time because I went to UNC Charlotte and not, like, NC State. Like, oh, one, like, I feel like people who went to private schools, like, I went to a private school, so, like, coming from people that I know I went to school with that have this judgmental take, like, oh, they went to a, a public school. And then, like, oh, if you went to a state school, like, oh, which state school you went to? Like, oh, you didn't go to, like, UNC Chapel Hill, then okay. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's so stupid. Like, honestly, most college educations are probably very, very similar. Unless you went to, like, an Ivy League or something, and it's like, okay, (laughs) that's not us, so we can't be the people that are, like, out here trying to only date Ivy League graduates, but... Right. Um... I just well, think one of your uh, alum, fellow alum, won't say any names, but dated one of my friends, and they basically were like, "Yeah, I don't have any friends." This was when I was single. Yeah, they were like, "Yeah, I don't have any friends to set Kim up with because none of them would date someone who didn't go to private school." And I was like, 
cool. And that's so <laughs> messed up to think about, you know? And like, I was like, honestly, not that I'd want somebody like that anyway. Yeah, who would want to date someone I, I that pretentious? I was, like, pretentious. taken aback. I was like, wait, there's legitimately people out there who have graduated from college. It's not like you're a petty, like, immature 18-year-old. Like, people who have graduated with a four-year degree who are 21 plus and, like, still are that judgmental, judgmental. and, yeah. like, shallow. I was like, interesting. Okay, well... Maybe from now on, I'm going to say I don't want to date people who went to private school. Yeah. And, like, we were talking about it with our friends and we're like, you know, like, if I did meet a guy that didn't go to college, I think I would be, like, a little apprehensive at first because it's just, it's atypical from what we know from our experience. Like, we are privileged. We went to school. All of our friends went to school. Like, it's hard for us to, like, relate to people that didn't go down that same path as us. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there are so many other, like, different careers and, like, different paths that people can go down that don't involve, like, a college education, and, like, that has nothing to do with, like, how far they get in life at all. Right, and I swear, like, a lot of the people who didn't go to college that I've come across are, like, way more successful than people who did because they had, like, a four-year head start on everyone, basically, and, like, a lot of them were, like, entrepreneurs, so, like, Mm -hmm. you had a lot of time to, like, focus on that while everyone was, like, working a part-time job, like, while they were finishing their degree. Right. They were already, like, making their own business. And by the time you, like, get four years into your own thing, like, that's honestly as valuable, if not more, depending on your industry. Yeah. Than a four-year degree. Absolutely. So, I honestly, like, give people props, like, whatever the reasoning. But I just feel like they're, like, they're more, like, go-getters. And, like, creative um, industries, particularly, like, people that, like, um, go to, like, be on Broadway or something like that, like, a lot of those things don't necessarily require going, like, you can go to, like, acting college and, like, Juilliard or something like that, but, like, to be successful, that's not necessarily necessary. Right, it's the talent. And a lot yeah. of people, too, like, just go to cosmetology school if they're, like, listen, I don't want a corporate job, but I'm really good at, like, doing makeup and hair and, like, yeah. esthetician stuff. So then they do that. Let me tell you. My I have, hairstylists are, like, way more <laughs> rich than I am. I have some friends that are hairstylists that fucking crush it. Like, making bank. Like, yeah, about they're out to here own. with, like, all these, like, new bags and, like, real golden goose. Not, like, the knockoff ones that I have. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't get it. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't have gone to college. Yeah. So, I will say, I thought it was just an interesting dating topic and something that, like, a lot of people around our age can relate to because I think... You know, the more people that we meet outside of our circles, like, through dating apps and things like that, the more we're exposed to people who just, like, you know, lived different lifestyles, didn't necessarily go down the college path, and just talking to our guy friends who, you know, have had experience with, you know, dating girls that went to college, that didn't go to college, that might have a PhD, who fucking knows. Um, I feel like at the end of the day, like, your level of education doesn't matter. It's all about your motivation. Right, exactly. And that's one thing that I've just, like, really become more hyper aware of. Like, for me, I'm currently thinking about going back to school, but, like, it's not just to, like, have the letters on my name. Like, for me, it's, like, because I want to further educate myself. Right, and you want more money. Yeah, (laughs) that too. That's why I would go back. But, I mean, I feel like there's always, like, a different motivation why people go to school especially if they go back for like a graduate degree of some kind but like a lot of times there's not really a motivation or anything for people to go to like get their mat or to get their uh, bachelor's like it's just like 
In some people's households, it's just, like, that's what you do. Right. And when you're 18, your parents are, like, you're going to college. Like, it makes you want to go less, so. Yeah. Yeah, well. So, that's that's my take on that. So, (laughs) we are not anti-no college degree. Hey, I I would love to hear some some success stories if we have any non-college millies out there. Yeah, share your ambition with us. Yeah. Honestly, I need the inspo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. We need this motivation to get through our 60-hour work weeks. So true. Cool. Well, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Keep it short this week. (laughs) We always say we're going to keep it short, but it ends up being an hour still. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is slightly under, so. That's just what we used to. We're experienced one-hour-long podcasters. We just, we just can't stop talking. Hey, happy International Podcast Day, Oh, yeah, everyone. we. I totally forgot. I thought that's how we were going to start the episode, and I totally forgot to say that. Oh, I started with my birthday instead. Yeah. That was really on top of mind, so. <laughs> the more important holiday. Let's be <laughs> real here. Um, yeah, it's International Podcast Day, so that's hype for all the podcasts out there. We love you. You inspire us every By the time day. you hear this, it will have been yesterday, but it's okay. Do you have any podcasts you want to shout out for International Podcast Day? You know what? I was going to do a formal invitation for, because we were talking about Gen Z, for the girls from Uninvited to come on our podcast next week. Okay. Because I want to hear their rebuttal to Gen Z sucking. Okay. I'm here for it. Let's have them on. Let's let's see if so they'll come shout on. shout out to the, <laughs> the girls from the Uninvited pod who also have a lot of ambition for doing what they're doing. Um... So, yeah. Yeah. We'll have them on. That could be fun. For we'll sure. Do a little girls app. Love it. Look for it. Cool. See y'all next week. We All promise right. we'll be there. We promise, guys. I swear this time. Let's do it. Been a minute, but I'm back with that rap shit. The mixtape flow, you can find it on that piff. And everything I do, I do for real, ain't no practice. I don't dance in the booth, but you know I be snapping. Hold up, yeah, I'm going ghost in the burbs. I get paid for my words, all my nouns and my verbs. These labels wanted a hit, I'll hit them right where it hurts. They said the radio don't like it when I curse, but fuck it, I'm coming right back. Okay, you knew that I will. Got a sound, been around, and they doubted me still. I used to be the kid in college that was busy with music, but fuck it. I didn't graduate.